Today's church anniversary Sunday. 24 years we have been together. And on our anniversary Sunday, we are reading Psalm 1, and that is very meaningful for me and for all of us. Psalm 1 is like life principle. It teaches us how to live, and it teaches us how to be happy. I want all of you to live a happy life. When God gave us this life to live happily. Of course, happy life does not mean to create always happy circumstances. The real happiness is when you're happy, when your life circumstance is bad. That's what real happiness is. It's all here. It's in your heart. That's what psalmist tells us. The psalmist says that there is a life that is like a tree planted by streams of water. And there's a life that is like a chaff that the wind drives away. Life that is like a tree planted by streams of water is a rooted life, not a shaky one. But the life like chaff is very shaky life, no root, easily scattered. Don't you have this too clear image? One tree planted by stream of water and the other like chaff that wind drives away. Psalmist describes these two, gives us these two images of life. What kind of life do you want to live? Of course, we all want to live life like a tree planted, planted by streams of water. Well, how can we do that? What should we do to live a life like a tree planted by streams of water? How, what can we do? The psalmist tells us there are three things that you should not do. And there's one thing that you should do. Let us first look at three things that we should not do. The first, do not follow the advice of the wicked. Do not follow the advice of the wicked. Why would you follow the advice of the wicked? Why? Because you think their advice is helpful. People who are filled with greed, they will pay attention to the advice that satisfies their greed. People who are selfish will, pay, will be pleased to hear selfish advice. Second, do not take the path that sinners walk, tread. Not only will they listen to the advice of the wicked, but they will now take a step, take a path. They will walk on the path of sinners. So not only you hear the greedy and selfish advice, but now you're taking the path of the selfish and greedy, greedy way. Third, 
Do not sit in the seat of scoffers. Now they are so set in their minds, they will not even hear the good advices of the people. They think they know the best and they will just follow the way of the greed and selfishness. Do you see this progression? First, you hear it. Second, you take a step. And third, you sit on it. It's almost like you're being drifted into the pattern of greed and selfishness. That's what sinful life looks like. Slowly, without you realizing it, you slowly get drifted into that pattern of life. And it all began from your heart. It all began from your heart. It's not that accidentally you follow that way. Your life is drifted or directed by what is in your heart. If, if greed and selfishness are in your heart, then it, it will, they will lead your life to that direction. It's not accident. It's bound to go that way. So it's all to do with what is in your heart. So that, that's why the psalmist tells us one thing that we should do. And that one thing is to do with your heart. It is to control your heart and cultivate your heart. Psalmist said we should enjoy Enjoy the word of the Lord, the law of the Lord. And here, the law of the Lord is the word of God. And on his word, we should meditate day and night. Only the word of God can tame your heart. Not your will. Not your emotion, not your circumstances. Only the word of God can tame and change your heart in the world. That's why Simon said, meditate on the word of God day and night. Enjoy it. We have to know the word of God, but Knowing the word of God is not just having a logical connection. Many people misunderstand about the word of God. That's not what the knowing, that's not what knowing the word of God is like. Having a logical connection, reading the scripture is not that difficult. But that does not mean that you, are, you know the word of God. Knowing the word of God is knowing the power of the word of God. That's what it is. Knowing the power of the word of God. Doesn't matter how many times you hear and then you know that God forgives my sin. But if you don't know the power of the forgiveness of God, then you don't know the word. Conceptually, you may know that God forgives your sins. But if you have not experienced the power of forgiveness, what Good, is it? Sometimes don't you experience this? 
you experience that the word of God comes to you like a lightning. It hits you. It hits the depth of your soul. It doesn't necessarily make you feel, does it? Sometimes it pierces into our hearts and it hurts. But what is important is God's word becomes real. Whether it, makes, it pleases us or it hurts us, it becomes real. When God's word becomes real, that's when you know the word of God. Knowing the word of God is strange. At one moment, you thought that you know the word of God. The next moment, you don't know the word of God. The knowledge of God is it's not something that you can possess. You can hold it for the rest of your life. It comes and goes. The word of God is like that. Yesterday, oh, now I know the word of God. But today, somehow, you don't experience that power. You, you feel like you don't, you, you, you don't feel like you know that word. Yesterday, it meant so much to me, but today, it doesn't mean anything. Oh, I knew the word of God yesterday doesn't mean anything. So, word of God is not something that you can just... Because you know once that you, you will have that knowledge all the time for the rest of your life. No. Then how can we know the word of God and its power? And how can we let the word of God inspire us and change us? All we need to do is to meditate on it day and night without ceasing. Meditate on it day and night. Meditation is not just sitting with a lotus position and close your eyes and mm. that's not what meditation is. The Hebrew word, Hebrew word meditation is related to walking or journeying through life. Walking or journeying through life. Meditation of the word of God means you carry the word of God in your consciousness always for the entire life. When you have new understanding through during the Bible study, when you realize something you didn't know before, when something in the Bible makes so much sense and enlightens your understanding of life, Meditating on the inner voice. These are all different forms of meditating the word of God. Meditating the word of God is to recite over and over again what you learn so that it is engraved in your heart. You listen to the sermon and don't let it be like a chaff. That you hear it and it disappears. The wind blows it away. And then tomorrow you don't know what you even heard. Instead of doing that, you listen to the sermon. Every day you meditate on it. So that it is engraved in your heart. Psalm like a Psalm 1 is something that you can memorize. I challenge all of you to memorize 
Psalm 1. I mean, there are some people who memorize uh, hundreds of uh, poems, beautiful poems they memorize because it's so beautiful. And Psalm 1 is like, it's so beautiful, so meaningful, so powerful that I challenge all of you, at least you memorize this poem, this prayer, this Psalm 1. In that same way, you discover something in the Bible study, instead of just letting it be like a chaff that a wind drives away, you meditate on it. You carve it in your soul. You repeat it continuously. Only through meditation, what's in your head goes down to your heart. What's in your head is not as important as what is in, uh, what is in your heart. So for the word of God to travel from your head to heart, repetition is the key. Repetition is the key. I mean, from here to here is a very short, a few, in, few inches, but it's so far, so far. So many people have just word of God in their brain, in their head. And that's a problem with the church a lot of times. We just fill our head with the knowledge of God. No, that has to travel down to your heart to bring about changes. Only then change can happen. When the word of God is in your heart, that's when change happens. Your thinking changes. Your desire changes. The way you see the world changes. Your relationship with people changes. You experience peace in your heart. And so the, 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 the joy springs up from your heart. And you become more loving. As we studied on, on Friday. That was a powerful Bible study, by the way. You become connected. You will experience the essence of life. And you will feel a strong sense of community. It's like a mountaintop experience. When you meditate on the word of God, that's what happens. We used to be filled with stress, frustration, complaints, anger, loneliness, Uncertainty, worries, and anxieties. Who doesn't have that? In this pandemic period, we all have that. But as you meditate on the word of God, now you become, you can become new people. When you experience that joy and peace, when you experience the awe, oh, God is right here with me. When you experience that, but life is still good. When you experience that, that's evidence that the word of God traveled from your brain, from your head to your heart. When that happens, you know that the word of God is in your heart. When you have the word of God, you have this thirst, thirst for the word. 
the word meditation has another meaning. One is walk or uh, journey through, uh, but another meaning is growl. Growl. It's like a lion growling in front of the prey. It's like a thirst, hunger. So meditation is like a hungering, thirsting for the word of God. That's what meditation is. The psalmist said we should be delighted in the word of God. That is same as hungering for the word of God. As we started the worship today, as a pen for the water, as a deer pants for the water, we thirst for God and his word. You know, if you don't enjoy it, you don't do it. Simple as that. Nobody does anything they, that they don't enjoy. It won't last too long. You gotta enjoy it. When the word of God comes down in your heart, then the joy, you, you experience wonderful things and then you start enjoying the power of the word of God. We have anxiety about life. If this life is over, is it over forever? Completely? And never again? Once in a while, that kind of thought comes to us. The other day he came to me and then I meditated on the word and there was a power of the eternal life. The word of God promises. You start with meditation and through meditation, the word of God comes down from head to heart. And when it comes down to heart, you experience changes. You uh, experience wonderful things. And you start enjoying the word of God. And you go back to the meditation. So you start with the meditation, goes down, and go back to the meditation. You create this new spiritual cycle. Once this spiritual cycle is created, then you become a happy person. You don't need to worry about three things that you should not do, even, because automatically that's gone. No more greed and selfishness. Selfishness will control your life. No more you're going to listen to that advice. You, no more you're going to walk on that path. You No more you're going to sit on the seat of scoffers. Because we enjoy the word of God so much that you don't need to worry about those things. And then you know what's going to happen? Whatever you do, you will prosper. Whatever you do, you will prosper. Your life will open up. You become free from the burdens that used to oppress you. Your tight fist because of anger will open up and your life that was stuck will be freed up. That's what happens when the word of God is in your heart. That's what blessed life is all, of, all about. That's what happy life is all about.
God wants us to live this happy life. Psalm 1 starts with the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet and ends with the last word of the Hebrew alphabet. In other words, it encompasses the whole life. That's what good life is. Today's church anniversary. Church is not a system. Church is not a building. Church is not anything but where the word of God is alive. Church should be built on God's word. That's why uh, the first vision statement of our church is to become a prophetic community where we share and live by the truth of the word of God. That's secret of life. That is a secret of life. Don't be drifted into the greed of this world. Don't do that. Don't be a fool. I pray that we become a church where people meditate on the word of God day and night. That I pray that God's word is alive in this community. I pray that each person experiences a transformation of the word of God. Then this church will be the church where happy people gather together. My friends, let us meditate on God's word day and night. Let us start with memorizing Psalm 1. Whoever comes next Sunday, I'll test it. <laughs> and no one will come. <laughs> Let's memorize it together uh, during, uh, during this week. And then enjoy and then meditate on it. You'll become a happier person.